0: On this episode of Take Talks Business, I'll be speaking with Holly Burgess, Founder and Chief Marketing Guide at Heartwork Marketing. Holly, thank you so much for joining me on Take Talks Business.
1: Thanks, Tig. I'm excited to be here.
0: Um, so for those who may not be familiar with you professionally, can you give a little bit of background as to kind of... Um, what got you into the marketing and the, and the PR side of, of your career and how that has now led to where we are today with, with your own business?
1: Sure. Yeah. So (laughs) I feel like it all starts back when I was 16 and (laughs) I worked for Taco Bell. (laughs) Ah. You got to get your customer service route somewhere. I feel like Yes. Um, that kind of led to customer service across different types of industries. Um, And then mostly I kind of landed in the manufacturing sector, oddly enough. Um, At one point, I kind of started walking that line, transitioning from more customer service into more of the marketing side of things. But I also did things like, got uh, certified as a Lean Six Sigma Green Belt um, oh, wow. during that part of my career. And I think that looking back, that was a really good thing because it really fed that need for project management and really being able to run an efficient business oh, later man. down the road, which is good. Um, colleagues just started kind of encouraging me towards sales and i sometimes i look back and i think like i think i just did that because i wanted to prove i could Um, (laughs) so that's kind of where i went from there Um, i also kind of had a lot of dreams about advertising since i was 12 years old so i ended up getting three offers in the media industry the same day (laughs) Oh wow! Um, and that day i was laid off from my job and so that morning i got laid off By the end of the day, I had three offers all in the same industry. So to me, it was like, okay, we know where the arrow is pointing. This is super clear. Um, So I ended up spending about four years with Pilot Media. Yeah. uh, Helping clients mostly with digital marketing solutions. Okay. Um, But also, you know, the Virginian Pilot, Inside Business, Growler, Distinction, even things like direct mail. Uh, So that really gave me a good overview of all things marketing and advertising, which was good. And then, um, you know, was lucky enough to be Rookie of the Year there, um, Digital Professional of the Year a couple of years in a row. Um, And then that also led to my Google certifications, which kind of fed into the next role which ended up being a transition over to Wavy TV 10 and FOX 43, Uh, and there I was a digital strategist. Um, And then while I was there, I ended up getting a scholarship to Google to attend uh, the local media association's Media Transformation Summit, and I think that was the pivotal point for me, where I was sitting at the table with a lot of smart people who were pivoting the media industry and just all in on marketing, and I was just like, I think it's time to transition. So I started HeartWork in May of 2019 and we offer digital marketing solutions as well as coaching and training.
0: Gotcha. So um, I have a background with with media from my days with uh, pilot media and and specifically inside business. Um, And one of the things that um, I saw was the transition from um, almost exclusively print to digital. Um, and I know during that time, one of the biggest challenges was no one really knew the value of digital media. Yeah. I mean, it was even the, even the sales representatives would have a hard time really being able to go in to, to sit with a client and be able to specifically know what the value of a particular package was. It was almost kind of like, I hate to say it, but it was almost like we were kind of pulling it out of the air and hoping it, sure. was, it was a value or unfortunately <clears throat> something that did have value was being wrapped into media that was already kind of a, a, an understood value. So the the digital was being wrapped into a print media or, or a television campaign. Yep. So in your experience, like how, how did that transition go for you and, and what was kind of the light bulb or what was that transition point that allowed that value to be more, more understood, so that you could go into a client and feel comfortable about the fact, okay, this is the value of your digital media, and this is how we 're able to to analyze it and, and give you analytics at the back end to be able to prove that value.
1: Yeah, that's a really great question. Especially for local businesses, it really did transition fast from being able to, you know, back in, gosh, I mean, I guess like the early 2000s, yeah. where a rep could, you know, sell a print ad campaign. And if they had enough frequency, enough size, the messaging was good. I mean, there really was. A direct attribution out of that. People were able to be like, okay, this many people came into my business out of this. Um, Digital, the great, now I feel like print kind of has transitioned more to the branding side of things. It's more the icing on the cake uh, when you're doing all the other pieces right online. Now, I do feel like there is, there's, it's kind of like, it's both when it comes to digital. So on one hand, there's these great analytics, there's you know, even an opportunity for certain types of ad campaigns where you can actually show a client, hey, 10 people came into your store last month because of this ad, yeah. which is pretty cool. On the other hand though, you know Google says themselves that clear direct attribution doesn't even exist anymore, wow. it's, which means it's pretty much impossible to prove exactly <laughs> where people came from, which is yeah. incredibly frustrating for yeah. the small business owner who is you know trying to make sure that their investments are, are managed well
0: yeah, yeah, absolutely, so getting into your own small business. Um, I ask this question a lot because I, I, I talk to entrepreneurs on the show a lot and yeah. and I, I throw the question out, were you an entrepreneur who found your place or were you a marketing specialist that just loved what you did and realized if I, if I want to do this the way I want to do it, I have to be an entrepreneur? <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, that's a great question. So um, I do believe that I was meant to be an entrepreneur my whole life. Yeah. Uh, my dad read every business book. He, um, he's got all of them, you know, rich dad, poor dad, all that <laughs> stuff. And um, he tried a few like multi-level marketing uh, type approaches and really just dreamed of being a business owner. So I've told him on multiple occasions that he needed those dreams to exhort them into me. Um, <laughs> I hope that makes him feel better. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> But I do believe that I was destined for that. And um, I do think that I was very stubborn about kind of how I wanted to do things, yeah. like looking back. and But I do feel like there were a lot of moments in my career where there was boredom or there was frustration or I felt stuck. Yeah. And I do believe that every single moment of that was to feed this purpose and lead me where I am. Um, But really it happened very quickly. It literally went from like, one day I'm gonna start a business to the next day being like, hmm, this is really weird, but I feel (laughs) really, really called to quit my job and start a business, and I don't even know what I'm gonna do. Um, And it just kind of evolved from there really quickly.
0: Wow. So along that line, what would you say was the biggest challenge with (laughs) starting your own business and being that that your own boss basically
1: yeah everything (laughs) <laughs> no, I say to people all the time, I'm like, if you know someone who was in their first year of owning a business, you need to bring them a coffee, give them a socially distanced <laughs> hug. We'll, we'll update that and give them some prayer because it is so tough. Um, but I hope that no one will hear me say that and not consider it because yeah. it is worth it. Uh, but I feel like the two themes that show up over and over and over again, especially in a lot of the conversations that I have with my coach, are trusting my instincts Um, i'm really good at coaching my clients and folks that i truck that i coach in marketing um on this but not always great about following my own advice uh i am lucky that i have a pretty good degree of discernment so i am i don't get blindsided i see it from the beginning but i don't always listen uh so (laughs) learning that is really good and i say a lot, I, I think it's kind of insane that we don't trust our own instincts. We look to everyone else yeah. to tell us what to do in our business or our career. And that's important. But if you really think about it, nobody knows as well as you do. Yeah. No one knows as well as your gut does. Yeah. Uh, so that's kind of one theme. And then the other theme would be letting go. Yeah. Uh, I have had to come to peace with that we don't decide how long seasons last, whether that's you know helping a client and then you know the needs change, whether that is Um, it's really shown up for me in my team and building my team because I will just really work with somebody and I'll get them to this point where oh my gosh like we are killing it together and then they're like I have this amazing idea and I'm gonna go start this business (laughs) and sometimes they still work for me but they also are doing side projects so that changes the rhythm but I have to remember that I measure myself. My scorecard in life needs to be on impact. And as long as I stay focused on that, and I'm like, okay, look, we're pivoting, you're doing this thing now, and I'm gonna keep pouring into you in a new way. And then I'm gonna always um, have somebody else that I'm I'm investing in. And I think that that, is something that a lot of smaller businesses don't think about. You yeah. you lo- work with the you know high level CEOs and stuff. They always have a bench. Uh, yeah. They're always grooming new people. Yeah. But that needs to happen on the small business level too. Um, you know because there are so many people out there who are you know trying to figure out the next step and just kind of knowing that pool of talent for yeah. your future. So I think that that is those are the two themes I see show yeah. up a lot.
0: It is ironic because we tell people constantly. Uh, build your pipeline, build your pipeline, build your pipeline. And then sometimes we have to remind ourselves, okay, are we doing the same thing? Are we (laughs) listening to our own advice? Um, And to that point, uh, you mentioned having a coach. Um, How is that dynamic? Because I've I've talked to, it seems like there's a trend with a lot of the very successful entrepreneurs um, that having a coach or a mentor has been key to their success. Especially because as a solopreneur, essentially, mm-hmm. you're on your own. Yeah. I mean, some people have a, a spouse or, or a partner in their business, yeah. but for those who kind of are branching out as an individual, having that coach or that mentor seems to be, I mean, key to their ultimate success. Can you talk a little bit about that? And, and then, as you said, kind of conveying that to those you're working with as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it's so true. Uh, Being in business for yourself can get really lonely. So surrounding yourself with a network and surrounding yourself with folks who are like-minded and who will not only kind of be in your corner and encourage you, but also be the people who are going to push you because we're always walking a line between, you know, we don't want to get complacent, but we don't want to put so much pressure on that we aren't you know effective right um so i am very spoiled in the fact that my coach is my manager from the pilot um he retired um bob morgan is his name (laughs) he um, retired after gosh 30 some years at the pilot and we stayed in touch and he's remained my mentor and my coach Um, one day he's going to kick me to the curb i'm sure (laughs) (laughs) and i'm gonna have to start paying somebody um but i'm sure that the right Coach at that stage yeah. in life will, will show up for me and that will transition well. But um, yeah, they're all over the place um, yeah. as far as finding them on social media, finding them online, a lot of people are doing coaching and I definitely recommend it to anyone who is, especially like you said, a solopreneur.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, so we've talked a little bit about challenges. What, do you, what have been some of your successes, some of those things you're, you're really proud of since, since you've started your own business?
1: So thinking about this, I would say (laughs) that the year 2020. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The the, fact that we're
0: sitting here today (laughs) is the success story. Yes. Yes.
1: So 2020 was our second year. Um, So it was very interesting to be, you know, a new entrepreneur, you know, only a year in, not even a year in, when the yeah. pandemic started, our, our one year anniversary was May 2020. And so wow. um, it was a lot to go through with, you know, having to transition things and having to figure out, you know, all the things happening through the pandemic. But what was really interesting to me is I ran my year in numbers and I grew by 277%. So almost tripled my revenue in 2020. But to me, the note in that is that I didn't really notice. (laughs) Um, So I think that that's a lesson to myself and to other entrepreneurs. I mean, I keep a forecast. I keep a, you know, I keep track of my cost of goods sold and I keep a budget and all these things, but I just really wasn't focusing. I was so focused on how do we, you know, pivot? How do we do Mm -hmm. this? How do we do that? Are we growing enough? So I guess what I'm saying is, take a moment to yeah. appreciate those successes yeah. because they're happening right before your eyes and you're going, oh no, am I doing enough? So I think yeah. that that's important.
0: I, I've heard that a lot with entrepreneurs that sometimes the, the, the thing they have to work the hardest on is, is actually appreciating yeah. the success that they've experienced because the things are going so fast And they're working so hard that it's that it's been difficult to step back and say you know I actually have been successful and sometimes try not to be so hard on themselves from the standpoint of we've got to keep moving forward we've got to keep moving forward Um, and and I do think 2020 did force a lot of people to do that if for no other reason than there was more downtime than most people Mm -hmm. would have preferred so you really didn't have a choice. I mean, there were some times where there was a lot of self-reflection in this year that, yeah. that you kind of had to sit back and, and pivot. And to that point, um, as you look to the future, not just with your business, but but marketing in general, um, what do you see as some of those future trends that whether it be because of, of COVID or not, that you see moving forward that that Uh, the the landscape of how we market and communicate with people are going to change
1: absolutely so I have been talking about how business and all of industry was going to transform for like 10 years. Yeah. I was like, okay, there's not even gonna be office buildings. Everybody's gonna be in co working spaces. It's gonna be so cool. Um, everything's gonna be done online. Yeah. And uh, I just believe personally that the pandemic just sped that up. Yeah. Um, I think it was coming anyway. And I think that it was just a catalyst to speed it up. Yeah. Uh, so I do think that we're gonna see more and more expected out of businesses, which is is hard to say, especially for your brick and mortars. Mm -hmm. Um, But I mean, I think about just simple things like when I take my dogs to the vet, I get to wait in the car now, right? And then (laughs) they just take them in and it's just so convenient. Um, All of those conveniences, people are going to continue to expect expect them. So I think that it's gonna be really important to make sure that if you're not already, make sure that you are equipped as a business owner to run your business from online with of course like I I really do love to go in stores and in, you know and browse and things like that. So yeah. I think people will still want those things but offering those options is gonna be more and more imperative. Uh, And then I also think that we are headed towards a major transformation in social media. Um, Just being that, you know, regulations are changing and so many things are being looked at, um, you know, and then we see Facebook and Instagram and how they're interconnected and, uh, you know, how Facebook is, kind of not as trending and you know linkedin is really on the rise so right. i think that we are in for some big shifts there I, yeah. i'm excited about what's to come after social media what's yeah. the other new cool thing that's going to come so yeah.
0: <laughs> you, you, and I, I give credit to a lot of marketing professionals like yourself that um, you all have to be so much more nimble than than in decades past and this isn't yeah. a knock against anyone who, who's a, a career marketer. Yeah. Um, but the reality was, I mean, I know when I came up through media, you only had a handful yeah. of, of options, really. I mean, it was print, yep. um, which print primarily was daily, and then maybe some tabs, like, like inside business. Mm-hmm. At that time, Portfolio Weekly existed. Yeah. Um, you had TV, <clears throat> and typically a few stations, though cables started to make their way in. But essentially t v as a format um and then radio yeah um and now, not only do you have the internet, but as you said, you even have different layers within the internet in that is the internet uh the internet of things is is it um, social media is it uh, a combination of media with their own Internet press. I mean, there's just so many layers to it. How do you keep up with that?
1: It's a lot. It really yeah. is. And, you know, honestly, you're always in this industry. You are one day away from being irrelevant. You really <laughs> are. I mean, you have to stay on the trends. You yeah. have to educate yourself. And if you don't love it, then that's going to be an issue. You yeah. have to be the kind of person who's just a lifelong learner. You just want to Google things and look into things and read blogs and all the things just because you want to know more. Yeah. Um, so I try to dedicate myself toward that education. I love... Like, like, even in my career, I would invest in myself and take myself to conferences that my employer wasn't paying for because it was, to me, I was investing in my own future. It yeah. wasn't even about, you know, my employer. Uh, so I miss that. So I'm looking yeah. forward to post-pandemic being able <laughs> to do some conferences and things like that again. Uh, but, yeah, I think that it's so important to stay relevant because, yeah, I mean, when we talk about online and digital marketing we're talking about you know website trends we're talking about getting in front of people on Google and other search engines and the trends that change there all the time yeah. digital advertising man we're talking about on social media we're talking about on Google we're talking about on Bing we're talking about YouTube and gosh everywhere else you know um, so it is a lot connected TV you know is the trend away yeah. so much from cable and you know the networks and more towards you know reaching people No matter what they're watching, just you want to be on their device. So it is, it is a lot, but I try to, I think the easiest way to keep it uncomplicated and uh, help business owners navigate it and not completely get overwhelmed is seeing it in layers. Um, I find that most people pursue advertising before they really get their website, their social media and their Um, SEO where it should be. Um, Because ultimately, if we're bringing new people to your website, it's gotta be bomb, it's gotta be great. Um, So I encourage people to invest in those pieces first And then advertising is the outer layer. yeah. And there's still layers from there. There's pieces that are icing on the cake. There's pieces that are, you know, look, if you're going to do nothing else, you're going to be on Google Ads or you're going to be doing some Facebook ads or whatever it may be. So I try to approach it in that way so that it's not so overwhelming.
0: Yeah. And I I know I did a lot of of branding, uh, sales and outreach. Yeah. I I, I used to joke that If you could sell branding you could pretty much sell anything because it was (laughs) like it was like selling a roof on your house yeah there's nothing glamorous about it but you have to have it (laughs) or or everything below it is going to be a mess yeah and it's the same kind of thing with branding in that if if you don't have a strong brand Mm -hmm. it's really hard for anything else to stay solid and consistent for it but it's it's a hard thing for people to want to i mean you got to spend money on it you got to spend time on it you got to put your reputation behind it um, so, in addition to the different medias that you're working with there's mm-hmm. obviously you talked about your team yeah um, how do you, how do you balance the, the the right people with your teams, knowing that there are so many specialties out there and, and how do you, how do you find those right people and build that pipeline, knowing that um, this industry in particular, marketing in general does seem to be very uh, strong when it comes to uh, entrepreneurs. I mean we're creative people by nature. Yeah. Um, so it lends to wanting to go out and do my thing because' it's, it's what I believe in and it's what I want to do. Sure. How do you, How do you balance that? You talked about it a little bit before, but um, for those who kind of know, okay, I I know I can do this on my own, but I also realize there's not enough hours in the day to be able to do it without a team. How how have you balanced that?
1: Yeah, so it's a great question. For, so the way I see my company is I am trying to be digital marketing solutions that meet people where they are. Um, So that means, you know, we offer different types of solutions for different businesses if we're doing the work for them. But we also, you know, are heavily investing right now in marketing uh, or I'm sorry, in marketing coaching and training Okay. because there are some people who should be doing their own marketing or need to be doing their own marketing. Right. Um, So I think that that is important to know. And then I frame my team around those needs. So it's a mix of I have people who, you know, directly. Work with me, and they're, you know, we're working back and forth together every single day. Um, That's more like ops kind of style, as well as content writing because it's so in depth. Um, So I have to really be in the weeds with those folks. And then, you know, have a team of specialists as well when it comes to, you know, SEO experts and, you know, people who specialize in each um, different realm when it comes to online advertising. And what I have found to be my differentiator is there are a lot of marketers both in the 757, but also everywhere. And the trend really is to niche down, which yeah. is smart. At the end of the day, it's easier to find clients online. It's yeah. easier to you know specialize on one thing you're great at, which is awesome. But I think that we all have a different purpose in life. And for mm-hmm. me, I kept thinking, how how are people going to not get left behind yeah. because if they've got you know somebody who specializes in one platform one social and then they've got somebody doing their website and then they've got somebody else doing their google ads and then they've got somebody else giving them advice on seo that's not going to be consistent across platforms. So I see myself as the strategist and the project manager to herd all that together (laughs) to make sure that it's consistent um, and to make sure that they get what they need, whether, you know, and that gives me a lot of freedom to be able to say, okay, well, I'm going to work with this brand photographer, and I'm going to pull in, um, you know, this videographer and whatever that person specifically needs, I'm building a team for them versus here's what I got. Uh, So that I think is great. And then I really have a strong desire to work with young women who are at the career entry point. So I, um, and also women who are just, you know, kind of reevaluating their career. So I have. Um, been able to find a lot of opportunities to nurture and develop and train folks That's who awesome. are you know looking who are just natural marketers I can yeah. I feel like that is one skill that I have to be able to look at someone see what they write on social media See how they talk see how they um, Interact with businesses and be like this girl is a marketer <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So I've been able to to have a lot of great opportunities there to be able to exactly. really nurture somebody toward Understanding branding and marketing and advertising and all those things. That's
0: great great. Well, and, and talking about nurturing, before we wrap up, um, I saw a post just the other day. Um, I believe it was a, a, a class or a program you were doing, yeah. is it Hub 757 you were doing the, the program at um, recently? Can you talk a little bit about that? And and is that something you're doing consistently? Is that a long-term program for you?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So um, our offices are here out of bloom in Old Town Portsmouth, um, but we are running some training, um, some free, basically free workshops once a month over at Hub 757, which is in Northern Suffolk. So pretty convenient to anywhere on this side of the water. And right now, because of COVID, (laughs) capacity is very, very, very limited um, so we were limited to ten people yeah. with this one that we just did last week. however, the room was filled to so the capacity we set the ideas were flowing the uh, you know the content was great, and people were just I loved the energy, people were so willing to speak up and just jump in, because that really is my goal, to make people feel comfortable and have a place to go, to feel like they can ask any question and nobody's gonna think it's silly. Um, So we are doing those once a month, it's the third Thursday of every month, and so the next one is February 18th. However, like I said, the capacity is so limited that I don't know that I should even be marketing it right now, (laughs)
0: Um,
1: however, I do want to get a feel for Pat, for for interest and the need. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, if I'm getting a lot of folks reaching out, I am looking at potentially adding some virtual options and nice. courses and would love to start um, working on some programs out of out of here in Bloom as well. Nice. So that's kind of what's coming next. So I would certainly love to know what the interest level is and the need because that's what i consider myself here for is meeting people where they are and understanding what their needs are deeply and if that means i'm teaching them then great if that means i'm doing it for them um, while they're an advocate in it too then that's great too
0: nice well and just for people who are who are listening uh we're recording this january 25th of of 2021 um i believe this is going to publish next week so uh, for those who are interested, there's obviously some time. Um, but for those who who do want to connect with you, uh, whether it's for the business side of it or or the program that you're doing, what's the best way to reach out to you?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So we are across all social platforms. Our handle is Ask Heartwork, like ask a question, and then my business name.
0: Nice.
1: Uh, and then our website is also askaskheartwork.com.
0: Perfect. Perfect. Well. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me and catching up and, and for our listeners here for Tech Talks Business. Congratulations on your success. And, and I believe you said two years May, correct? Yes, coming up. Congratulations. So, uh, But thank you so much for your time and thank you for uh, letting our listeners get a little bit of insight into your background in business.
1: Absolutely. Thanks for the opportunity.
0: Absolutely. And thank you to the listeners of Tech Talks Business. And we'll catch you on the next episode.